0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the In-Situ Health and Fitness Podcast. Sorry to interrupt everybody, but in the intro coming your way in a few seconds, I forgot to mention there is a free PDF with this episode. This episode is all about sleep and why it is so important for you to achieve your goals, live a long, happy life, and just wake up every morning ready to live your best life. We go over a lot of info in this podcast. So to save you time writing down notes, listening again, we've just made a super simple sleep checklist for you to download for free, 100% free. We just want you to get the best night's sleep possible so you can go out and achieve your goals. So make sure you download that checklist now. It will be in the show notes. And as always, thanks for your support. Let's get back to the episode. Real quick, everybody, before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a second and thank every single one of you for all your love and support of this show. We have been getting a lot of comments, questions, and conversations coming out of all these podcasts uh, and new people listening. So that wouldn't be happening unless you guys weren't sharing, liking, and commenting on everywhere you listen to the podcast, YouTube, all that sort of stuff. So again, thank you very much. Podcasts do generally grow from word of mouth. So if you get something out of this, I know that you probably have a friend or family member that's gonna get something out of it as well. So just copy the show link, send it to them. It takes about five seconds and they're gonna improve their health and wellness as well. And they can thank you for doing that. Last week's episode, I spoke about how I was starting to give up caffeine and not give up, give up or try to cut back. So I am, but today I, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I am actually drinking a coffee. I'm halfway through and I'm buzzing, so we better get this done before I have a <laughs> bit of a coffee crash.
1: You're not going to have a coffee crash. Okay. Don't think about it like that. Okay. Clearly I haven't even tried to give up. <laughs> it's just. It so good.
0: It is, but also it's good to give up those sort of things. Anyway, caffeine does come into today's topic.
1: It does. I have been wanting to talk about sleep for since we got to Melbourne, because since we got to Melbourne my sleep has been ruined. Mm. <laughs> um, I, just to put in perspective, I guess, of why sleep is so important to me. or well, not why it's so important, but why I'm so sensitive. So my sister is coming to visit on the weekend, I think. She's very unorganised. We are the opposite personality types, right? Do you agree?
0: Yeah, I spending-
1: um, And I said to her, just make sure that you pack your sleep mask and your earplugs. So that you get a good night's sleep and you're not grumpy the next day because we're gonna hang out and we fight a lot and I don't wanna be grumpy and I don't wanna be grumpy so we can have a good time.
0: I'm busy that day.
1: <laughs> and she goes, Do you even know me? I sleep in the back of my ute in the middle of the bush wherever. It doesn't matter. I can go to sleep anywhere. And I was like, Oh damn. Because me, I'm literally like the definition of the princess and the pea. Right?
0: Yeah. I, but there's a difference between sleeping in the bush and sleeping in the city.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's obviously different noises, but like historically she's been able to just sleep wherever. Mm -hmm. Whereas me, any slight little change just really, really ruins things for me. Mm. Like it really upsets me. (laughs) So I thought that we would use today's episode to talk about how you can improve your sleep from starting in the morning, the evening, and the actual room and the night. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, Let's touch on why first because even I've noticed, I've been starting to work with a lot of different coaches and trainers and PTs and all that sort of stuff. And even they sacrifice sleep to work more. Mm. And yes, I think there's periods where, yes, it's beneficial to sacrifice sleep to work more if you're chasing goals, trying to accomplish something. But over the long term, you're actually causing so much damage to your body without you realising that it's going to shorten your life by a lot. And that's what this whole podcast is about, improving the longevity. So how long you live, but not only how long you live, the quality of that life. So there's not much point living to 100 if you spend 20 years in a hospital bed yeah. or not being able to remember your friends and family. So the idea of this podcast is to teach everybody how to live those later years, but have a good quality life. And sleep is the most important thing when it comes to that, the most. Nothing else compares to having good sleep. Um, again, one bad night's sleep here and there or a period isn't gonna stuff up your whole life, but <laughs> we're talking about trying to content- it's same as health and fitness. Yeah. Eating properly, eating well, eating healthy foods for a long, like your whole life is going to be more beneficial than only doing it for one year out of your life. So, yeah what do you think is a good why people should sleep
1: (coughs) well evolutionarily speaking we can't not sleep otherwise we would have figured out how to sleep less by now right
0: yeah that's it like humans have evolved so much but one thing hasn't changed sleep
1: we still need sleep. If,
0: if we didn't need sleep as much as we did we would have evolved out of it
1: yeah i think for the why i think that there's obviously aside from longevity feeling good every day because a lot of people probably feel like low energy every day and maybe sleep is one of the later things that they choose to look at like they'll do coffee and it's work it's stress it's whatever else but also i think a lot of our listeners probably have a goal like weight loss or muscle gain Mm. in mind and sleep directly affects both of those if you are trying to lose weight and you have poor sleep why would your body want to do that? If you're not sleeping enough, then it's a lot easier for you to become stressed. And if you're stressed, then your body is not going to help you facilitate weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's trying to protect you from any danger that might come, like a lion, famine, being able to run away, and you need energy to do that. So sleep is a huge part in weight loss that I think is often overlooked. And then same for muscle gain, right? Like if you're trying to build muscle, you need to get enough sleep so that your muscles can recover and repair so yeah. that you can train again the next day or the day after as hard, Yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and the other thing that I think is a good why to consider sleep is like your hormone health, which we don't really talk about that much because why don't we talk about it?
0: We do, I feel like we do talk about it. Do we? It's just sometimes people hear the word testosterone or estrogen yeah. and get a bit lost or like, oh, that's a bad word. So they start the tune out, but it's you need healthy levels of hormones to live a healthy life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for guys and girls, guys and girls both have testosterone and estrogen in their bodies. It's just different levels for females and males. But you need a high level of each just to be a functioning human, and sleep directly affects that. Yeah. And like Max said, if you're trying to chase a muscle fat loss, body recomp, whatever you're trying to do. Even just trying to improve skills as well is a big thing. Yeah, just
1: cognitive ability. Oh, how did I forget that one?
0: Um, Sleep affects that. Yeah. So um, I remember back in the CrossFit days when I was heavily into it and handstand walking started coming into CrossFit a fair bit and then walking on your hands over obstacles. Mm. So gymnastics type stuff. And a lot of CrossFitters would say there's a 10 metre obstacle that you've got to walk through on your hands, they would do it a few times until they fatigued, then walk over to the corner of the gym and have a sleep.
1: That's how you learn stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so their body actually, while you're sleeping, your body, your brain learns the new skill, it dumps everything else, it thinks about it, in the background so you can wake up and you've actually learnt the skill a lot faster so then they'll go and do it again. Yeah. So I thought that was quite interesting. That was sort of the first time I realised that, you know, in a practical way, you can use sleep to learn a new skill. Yeah. It's just very overlooked because if you're trying to learn a new skill or, you know, even learn something, a lot of the time people sit up on their computer reading, learning, trying to understand it where if you just did a little bit to your I don't know guess mental fatigue have a sleep your body will, your brain will absorb all the info put it in the background put it in the hard drive and then you can wake up and go again.
1: Yeah. But also something that I heard recently that's very interesting on this exact point is you know how we always tell everybody to go to sleep at the exact same time every day. Mm-hmm if you don't go to sleep within I'm pretty sure it was an hour it could have been less within your normal bedtime then once it's passed so say you go to sleep at nine o'clock and then you go to bed at ten thirty. if that day was a heavy learning day for you then the chances of you consolidating any of the information you learned that day are almost non-existent mm. just by pushing back your bedtime an hour later, because that process of you consolidating the information at that time happens best when it happens at the same time every day. So if you change the time that it happens, then you're likely gonna lose a lot of stuff that you learn. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I need to get to bed now. <laughs> yeah,
1: quickly, <laughs> because I spend so much time like learning stuff at uni, and then if I do that, then i it's not that it's a waste, because I can still revisit it, but the potential and the learning capacity obviously isn't there.
0: Yeah. And bringing it back to all these trainers and everything that I was talking about before. So one guy I know closes the gym and then opens it. So it Ooh, closes yuck. at nine. So he's out of there by quarter past nine, but then it opens at 5.45. So he's there at you know 20 to six. So by the time you get home, relax, go to sleep and then wake up again,
1: You did that for like three years though when you had a gym, right? Yeah,
0: again, I did that when I had a gym. But that was, again, there's periods of time where that is necessary. But it's also, I'm I'm just thinking about it like in a way of, if you're a PT, you want to remember, understand, learn new things, communicate properly with your clients. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that, looking back on my period of doing that now, like I could have accomplished a lot more in that period if I had of
1: sacrifice one class like <laughs> yeah. giving up the night classes or something yeah
0: so I ran classes until nine o'clock I think it was if I had have just ran them to eight
1: mm.
0: I would have lost one class and a little bit of income but the the benefit of getting that bit extra sleep would have improved my ability to run a business properly yeah so <clears throat> and it, but it's only looking back on that that I can learn from that unfortunately in the time if somebody had said that I would have get out get out I've got, to, I've got to do that one extra class yeah so but it's just like there's a lot of people caught up in that situation where you know they might you know, some people might be doing it for years on end
1: yeah and for their whole life their and whole they get life. stuck
0: in that rhythm of doing it and the thing is your body will adapt to anything you anything got to learn my, get any
1: There's no K in there.
0: Get better <laughs> Your body will adapt to anything that um, you throw at it. Yep. So if you're constantly fatigued, your body will adapt to that and use that as a new norm so you don't actually realise you're fatigued because your body's just adapt to it. Yeah. So it will adapt to any stress that you throw at it. So unfortunately, people that get in this cycle of not sleeping properly, Yeah, they'll be fatigued for a couple of months, but after a couple of months, their body's just running on whatever sleep they're giving it. But you're not running at an optimal level. Yeah. Um, So again, it's very important to realise that. Sometimes it's very hard to realise it in the time, but do your best to use these tips that we're about to go over and just think about your life now and how you can improve it. Sometimes you might have to sacrifice some things you don't want to give up. Yeah. to improve your sleep. But in, by doing that, you're gonna improve your life.
1: Okay, should we start in the morning? Yeah. Because a good night's sleep starts in the morning, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, my biggest thing, our biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I want you guys to take from today is that you should always, always, always try and go to sleep at the same time and wake up at the same time every single day. So that starts by getting up at the same time each morning. And every time we say this to anyone we know, they're like, yeah, but the weekend, Mm. like I've got times I'm going to sleep in on the weekend and I get it. Like we used to do that. Sometimes I still want to do that. But trust me when I say (laughs) Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning is going to be a lot easier for you to get up if you still get up early on Saturday and Sunday morning doesn't have like you can let it like i don't know half an hour to an hour sleep in maybe but anything more than an hour you're doing yourself a massive disservice in trying to get up early on monday right mm. um and then the other thing for the morning that i think is the most important is getting sunlight which we used to talk about all of the time but i don't know what happened we stopped talking about it you go through phases i suppose but as soon as you get up as close to getting up as you can you want to get morning sunlight in your eyeballs don't look directly at the sun just go outside mm. you can do it through a window it's not as effective um, you need a lot more time in the light to get the same benefits as what you do as just going outside but getting morning sun is going to help signal to your brain and your body that it's the morning the day is about to start we need to be focused we need to have enough energy for the next 12 hours and it just sort of gets things going. It puts your circadian rhythm in a good flow so that you can um, sleep better.
0: Mm.
1: What am I missing?
0: No, I was gonna say that. It literally (coughs) sets your circadian rhythm. So getting out and getting sun into your eyes sets your circadian rhythm for the day, which is very important for the afternoon. And just one thing on the waking up time. Mm. So yes, wake up at the same time, roughly the same time, on the weekends but we're not saying don't go out like don't if you we're not saying that you should never go out again so you can get up at the same time because I
1: would happily do that
0: (laughs) um yeah you should still have a social life you should still go out and see friends do things but even if you go to bed later than your normal bedtime still try and wake up at the same time
1: yeah because you can have a nap (coughs) later on in the day right
0: yeah so It's going to be hard, especially in those times when you miss your bedtime by a couple of hours or whatever it is, to still get up at that time. But do your best to get up at that time because it's going to, like Max said, it's going to help with the circadian rhythm. It sets everything. So make sure you get up, even if you're super groggy and all that sort of stuff, get up still and then go for a walk, get a bit of sun. And then, yeah, if you need to, go have a nap. Yeah. But get up.
1: <laughs> With the getting up thing, the best products that I think we have bought like now we've been getting up at the same time for so long we just wake up and mm. if we don't wake up Rolo the dog wakes us up for his breakfast because their schedule is like tight <laughs> right. But the best thing that we've bought to help us get into the rhythm of waking up is a sunrise lamp. Mm. So you can set it. Say you want to wake up at five thirty a.m. You can set it the alarm for five thirty, and from about Five, yeah. 10 past five, the lamp will gradually get lighter. It's like a soft, warm light. So it's meant to imitate the sunrise. Mm. And then at 5.30, if you're not awake yet by the light, the alarm will go off. But I will say that being woken up by the sunrise lamp feels so much better than an alarm. Yeah. Like you just, cause it's light, you just, you all of a sudden you're awake and you're like, oh, okay, I'll get up. Whereas when it's an alarm, it's like, ah, crap. <laughs> get up and you're like in a rush and you're stressed immediately yeah whereas a sunrise lamp it just you wake up usually at the end of a cycle of a sleep cycle i should say so you're going to have a lot more energy you're going to feel a lot more alert in the morning it's going to be a lot easier to get out of bed
0: Mm. so i've been seeing sleep alarms in on advertised to me on social media a lot lately i don't know if they've just come back around or did they ever come around i don't know Mm But, we've, yeah, we've had it for ages. Even when I was working in the gym and doing those short sleep hours and all that sort of stuff, I always set my phone alarm just as a backup, but I never needed it because that's one big thing a lot of people say, oh, it might not wake me up. But I had the backup alarm on my phone
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it, I don't think I ever used it. There may have been one or two, but out of years of doing it, the light alarm has always woke me up. Yeah. It's really effective, really good. And like Max said, it just works better with your sleep cycle. So that's, I think that's a very important thing for people to understand that you have a 90 minute sleep cycle. So through that 90 minutes, you go from REM into deep and then back up to REM and into light and you keep going up and down into those sleep cycles over 90 minutes. And if you get woken up by your alarm, just go like, bzz, 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 in a deep sleep, then it really stuffs up your circadian rhythm. Even if you do get sunlight and all that sort of stuff, it stuffs it all up for the rest of the day and you feel like shit. So by waking up at the end of a sleep cycle, it's just so much better for your health, energy, well-being. you wake up ready to go smash the day rather than just feeling groggy and struggling to get out of bed. So that there is a very good thing to have Mm. and very effective just for energy and mood and all that sort of stuff throughout the day.
1: Just to clarify, <coughs> circadian rhythm is basically just your body clock. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I feel like we've spoken about it in the past, but everyone's new around here now. Okay, so the next, probably the last morning thing mm-hmm. is delaying your caffeine. Mm. Were you waiting for this one? Yep. So we. this is probably our most recent tool to the toolkit, I would say, in regards to sleep, and that is to delay our having our coffee by at least an hour and a half of waking in the morning. So that gives you enough time to, for your body to naturally raise your cortisol levels so you naturally become alert. Whereas if you wake up and have a coffee, then you're artificially raising your cortisol levels and then you're more likely to have a massive energy drop mid-morning or like in the afternoon, which a lot of people, I feel like, experience that need for a third coffee at like around two o'clock. And that's probably because you had your coffee too early in the morning and now your body's like, okay, like we peaked so early. It's time to go to bed so early now, right? So it is extremely hard if you're used to getting up and having your coffee immediately, like so hard. Mm. But if you get up and go for a walk in the sun, easy. You're going to delay it by at least half an hour, 40 minutes. And you don't have to delay it by an hour and a half immediately. You can work up to it. So you can start with 20 minutes, then 30 minutes. Something is better than nothing, right?
0: Mm. And a lot of people wake up and say, oh, I need that coffee straight away. And if you need that coffee, then you're addicted and yeah. you need to learn the difference between a need and a want because that's going to affect you quite a lot because you don't need a coffee as soon as you wake up. and No human does. So it's a want and you just need to break that cycle and break that habit with getting up and just going for a walk um, if you really want to go extreme, jump in the cold, in mm. a cold shower. Um, I do, I did that this morning and it just feels like 10 coffees at once. It's a very extreme way to do it, but you know, there's, again, there's no downside to having a cold shower. It's just very uncomfortable, but it, it's 10 times better than coffee in the morning. Yeah. And it helps you just delay that that process a little bit further. Um, so yeah.
1: Before we move on, I think... If you can exercise, we should bring exercise into it at Mm. some point, but if you can exercise in the morning, that's the best time to do it because it also has a similar effect to like coffee and a cold shower in the way that it makes you more alert, gives you more energy for the day and is a signal to your brain that we're doing stuff, Mm. right? But obviously not everyone has that luxury of exercising in the morning. Um, So I think also exercising at night or in the evening If you can, make it as early in the evening as possible, right? Because exercising really close to your bedtime is going to make it very, very hard for you to fall asleep because I forget why.
0: Um, Basically, just because you've just woken yourself up.
1: By doing a workout? Yeah.
0: Um, Again, I don't really care as long as you get your workout in. Um, It's sort of one of those trade-offs, again, like...
1: Depends where you are on your sleep journey. Like if you've done a bunch of the stuff that we're talking about and you're just looking for like fine little details that you can change, Mm. maybe that's something to consider. But it's not one of the necessities, like getting up at the same time every day.
0: Yeah, like if your goal is weight loss and you're a 10 out of 10 and you are 100% committed to that weight loss journey and you haven't had a chance to get your workout in for the day, no matter what the workout is, whether it's just a stretch or yes, you can stretch and do mobility to lose weight. Um, but even if it's that, I'd rather you get that workout in because you're 100% committed to that goal. And again, it's only gonna be for a short period of time. Yeah. So yeah, ideally in the morning. So we, we've actually got this on the topic of things to talk about, but, um, for guys, there's a lot of research around it. For women, unfortunately, there's not. And that's a topic we can talk about what, in the future, why there isn't studies for women and why women are never studied for performance-type stuff. But that's later topic. But I, I can assume it's the same for women. Like this applies, yes, a lot of the research is based around men, but I'm sure it applies to women as well. But whatever you want to achieve first, do it in the morning. So whatever your goal is, if your goal is weight loss, muscle gain, whatever it is, working out, or it could be some sort of work thing or whatever it is, there's a lot of research to show that doing it in the morning, you have more energy, especially for guys, the testosterone's higher. Even if you're doing some sort of thinking, you want high high testosterone. So doing all that sort of stuff in the morning is gonna be more beneficial. You're gonna have more energy. Your body, it just, is built for performance in the morning mm. if you wake up properly
1: yeah <clears throat> okay do you think that's all for the the morning block
0: yeah i think we've carried on enough <laughs> about the morning <laughs>
1: okay i'm gonna say like midday there's not much here but the one thing i think to consider midday if you want to have a good night's sleep is not having coffee or any caffeine that includes caffeine. green tea english yeah. breakfast tea, Earl energy grey tea energy drinks what else I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Caffeine within 10 to eight hours of going to bed. Mm. Don't roll your eyes. I can hear it. I can feel you guys rolling your eyes. Like whatever, Mac, I can have a coffee at four o'clock and sleep fine. You can't. I yeah. mean, you can,
0: it's, a lot of people. it's not a
1: good quality night's sleep. Right? Yeah. A lot of
0: people say, oh, I can have a coffee and fall asleep. You can, but
1: you're not actually sleeping. You're not sleeping. You're sleeping, but it's not, it's not a deep sleep. You're no. probably missing a lot of the RAM and the deep sleep, which is what you want for a healthy brain and memory and longevity and all the things.
0: And there, every <coughs> single study done on this proves that. You're not special. Like, you just don't <laughs> sleep properly. Yes, you can fall asleep, but you're not sleeping properly. Yep. Every sing- like, you, you go and look at the study yourself. You, you'll see that caffeine does affect your sleep, no matter what. Like... The study is there and it's very clear that that does affect your sleep. So it's not like it's, it doesn't or it mightn't or I can still fall asleep, it affects your sleep.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: I, yeah. It's I've, a fact. It's a very misunderstood thing and a lot of people think, again, your body will adapt to anything you throw at it. So it's still going to sleep no matter how much caffeine's in your body but it's just not very good sleep and it's sort of a waste because you can do other things like eat properly, make sure you're hydrated, all that sort of stuff in the afternoon rather than going for that coffee to pick you up. Yep. If you have the opportunity, jump in the cold chair again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The evening. Yep. What, what, time should, what time would you say that your sleep routine starts in the evening? What's the first activity that you do that's going to benefit your sleep?
0: I try to get dinner sorted earlier. Yeah, Mm. I'm
1: glad we were thinking the same thing. Mm. (laughs) I mean, Jack cooked, but I'm there for moral support. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so obviously you want to, obviously you know what it's like to go to bed on a full stomach, right? Mm. Like eating a lot of food makes you sleepy, sure. But like going to bed when your body is trying to digest food just delays your ability to actually fall asleep because there's a lot of stuff happening and Mm. you feel full and it might be slightly uncomfortable and there's probably a lot of tossing and turning and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure the recommendation is 90 minutes to two hours before you go to bed. You should try and have your last big meal. So the next thing that you want to consider is minimising the amount of light you Mm. are exposing yourself to. That means overhead light, that means screens phones, any kind of light in your house, you want to try and minimise it as much as you can. So ideally, you want to dim your overhead lights or turn them off if you can have like a lamp that's lower than eye level. So that's sort of the lower than eye level thing signals to the brain that the sun's set. <gasps> you no, know we forgot? What? Seeing afternoon sunlight. Uh-huh. Because the same thing as the morning, afternoon, sunlight is a different kind of yellow. So it signals to your brain that the sun's going down and we're going to start getting sleepy within a few hours. Mm. Anyway, that's that. That's enough of that. So then you've had dinner and now you want to get rid of as much light as you can, which is basically impossible. Yeah. Right? You're probably like, cool, but yeah, I'm not going to do that. I want to be on my phone. I want to watch Netflix.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, like, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the pendant light here. It's... Because there's a light above us, it sends light down, obviously, into your eyes. And that just signals to your body that it's the sun's still up. So like Max said, if you can bring all the lights down, like so lamps, all that sort of stuff on the benches or side tables, that sort of stuff, that's better. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's very impossible because you still want to sit there, relax, watch TV. You know, you might have to work or be on your screens, be on your phones, whatever. So blue light blockers um we've been using them for five years yeah at least um and they're just blue light blockers so all sorts of light emit blue light and that's the actual light that tells your body that the sun's up and you know get out there and chase the day where if you put the blue light blockers on it does minimize how much blue light's coming into your body whether you're looking at screens or not so um, it just sort of helps your body get into sleep mode.
1: They're glasses, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what blue light blockers are, they are glasses. I'm sure They're if you
0: jump on our social media somewhere, tinge. you'll see a photo of us wearing blue light blockers somewhere along the line.
1: Yeah. There are a lot on the market now because like we're so heavily oh. on screens and things like that. And you can get ones that have clear lenses. I don't know. I can't advocate for any good brands that have clear lens ones that, are as effective as the orange lens ones? There's
0: only one brand that has effective clear lenses. I can't remember their name. Felix Grey? Felix Grey, but I don't think we can get them in Australia. So.
1: Yeah, that's right. Thanks, America. Um, so you're going to look like a dork, but who cares?
0: Yeah, um, worth it. 100% worth it. Sometimes your screen, TV screens look a bit different because... Blue makes up a lot of the colours that come out of your TV screen. So it does change the colour of your screens a bit. But again, definitely worth it. I notice it like your eyes, it feels like your eyes just relax a little bit more yeah. when you put them on. And they're not as squinty or they're not as... They don't work as much because there are muscles in your eyes. So it just gives them a chance to just relax before you go to sleep.
1: And honestly, usually within half an hour to 40 minutes of me putting mine on, I feel like I could go to sleep. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like taking a medication, Yeah. right?
0: So we'll, we'll do it about an hour before we go to bed, Yeah. not like
1: as soon as, as the, soon the, sun the sun goes down.
0: There was a period there where we were doing it as soon as the sun went down, but life gets very difficult when there's no blue light. Yeah. So we just do it about an hour before we go to bed now. And yeah. that seems to be just as effective for us anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, the only other things that I can think of for the nighttime routine is a hot shower, mm. which signals, which just like warms your body up and gets you ready for sleeping, right? Gets you ready for like resting and recovering and digesting.
0: <laughs> so you've got to think of it the opposite way. So by warming your body up, your bo- core body temperature actually starts to cool down to cool your body down because you've raised your body temperature. Um, so by cooling your body, it, it gets it ready for sleep. Because okay. you want to sleep in a cool environment. So, but a lot of people get that mixed up and go, well, ice bath or shower, but by cooling your body, it raises your body temperature, which by raising your body temperature, wakes Makes you more up. Alert. Yeah. So again, it's a little bit opposite, but yeah, having like, that's why you want to maybe sauna in the afternoon, ice bath in the morning. For those people that do that sort of stuff, try not to ice bath, in the evening because it does wake you up.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, before we get to the actual sleep tools in the bedroom, mm. the, one, the one thing that I would say that I think everyone will benefit from, including you, maybe, I don't know, but my brain's like, yeah, high energy mm. <laughs> when I go to lay down at night, is just getting a journal and just writing down anything So I've got a journal that I call my second brain and then I have a section for nighttime brain and anything that I think about that I have to do the next day like messaging a client, paying a bill, checking in with this, replying to that email, anything at all, buying dishwashing tablets, anything that's on my brain that I'm like, oh, I have to remember that for tomorrow, write it down Mm. because I know that you know when you go to bed, you think about all the things you didn't do that day and all the things you have to do tomorrow and it just makes you agitated and restless. And it's just, once you write it down, you know, okay, something else has got it. I don't have to worry about it now because it's written down I'm not gonna forget it. It's gonna be a reminder in the morning. I think that can help people fall asleep a lot.
0: Yeah. Because um,
1: there's so much stress and so much to remember and so much to do when you're an adult
0: yeah God. that's probably one thing <laughs> i struggle with the most but i have recently watched the youtube video that uses notes <clears> on the iphone to organize your life mm. so organizing the notes so it's very effective mm. so i'm going to try and start using that and just dump yeah things that you need to do because yeah it's again life is very stressful and you don't want to take that to bed because it'll keep you up yeah. you sit there it's, it's, Sometimes you think you got it all out, but then you lay down and it's just like your brain just like, okay, this, 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 this. So by journaling a little bit and just writing things out, it does help.
1: I will say, maybe you think you don't have anything to write down, but try turning the TV off 10 minutes before you go to bed and just sitting there. Because when you're bored, like when you're in the shower, you'll notice that you remember things that you need to do. And when you're about to go to sleep, you remember things that you need to do because realistically think about it, they're the only two times in the day where you are not engaged in some sort of input. Mm. Like you're not watching TV, you're not on social media, you're not talking, so you're bored. And that's when you think of all the things that you have to do. Like when I'm in a lecture sometimes and it's boring, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do this. I gotta go there, I gotta do that. So just try and be bored 10 minutes before you go to bed and it'll help you get a lot of stuff out that is actually on your mind that you might not notice. Mm. Okay, tools. for sleeping sleep mask the best one i've found is mantra i cannot sleep without it it is literally attached to me jack doesn't have a sleep mask but i don't know saving up for a
0: good one because i can't i (laughs) sweat a lot sweating is just my superpower um and as soon as i put something on my face i sweat even more so i'm saving up for a
1: a mantra, so a mantra, mantra that
0: does a cool one.
1: Yes, so you can get warm ones, cool ones, silk ones if you're worried about pimples and stuff like that. Mantra is we can probably link it below. Yeah, There's,
0: link in comment uh, in the notes.
1: They're just the greatest. And then the other thing that I recently got because we moved to the city and it's we hear we now hear traffic and sirens and street races rather than the ocean, which is taking me a long time to adapt to. But earplugs. Mm. Um, so I just got these loop earplugs is the brand they're they're a pretty new company and they are amazing we were using foamies like foam earplugs like construction ones before Ugh. yeah it's so worse. bad mm. they would fall out luna would eat them that's really bad i know they just they didn't even block that much sound mm. but these ones sit really <laughs> nicely in your ear you can even wear them like i've worn them just in the common area upstairs to drown everyone else out because they're annoying <laughs> But
0: but Mantra do all in one, so a mask and sound.
1: Yeah, but we haven't tried it. We
0: haven't tried it, so once we do, we'll let you know. Yeah. So it's like a big mask that goes over your head and it Covers puts in. Ears. Is it Bluetooth?
1: Yeah. Or does it
0: have its own white noise? I don't know. Anyway, don't know. so it pumps in white noise, so it drowns out everything else, <coughs> excuse me, and blocks out all the light. So. Yeah. We'll give those a go and let you know.
1: And then just try and keep your room as cool and dark as possible. Yep. I think that's it. Do you think we've missed anything? There's
0: one thing that everybody does that is probably the most simple thing you can do to get better sleep. And that's get the TV out of your bedroom.
1: Oof. Right? And the phone. Any device. Anything electrical apart from the sunrise lamp. Yep. Get it out.
0: Um. yeah. Put your phone out of the room i know a lot of people like i need to have the phone on me just in case of emergency when was the last time somebody called you during the night for an emergency that you could actually help with
1: never in my life
0: yeah so get your phone out of the bedroom you don't need it in there if you need that alarm on your phone it's even better because you can put the alarm outside the room so you actually have to get out of bed walk to your phone and turn the alarm off so you're up ready to rock and roll for the day so get your phone out of the room Turn your, not turn your TV off, get rid of the TV out of your room. Um, I know there's one guy out there that listens to this and we have this conversation every time it comes up. Aidan, you don't need your TV (laughs) to fall asleep. If you need your TV to fall asleep, you're doing sleep all wrong. Get the TV out of your room um, just by having it playing in the background and as you fall asleep, it is affecting your sleep more than you actually know. Um, It might take you a couple of nights to get used to not having the TV in your bedroom, but get, get it out. It will be better for you in the long run.
1: You could try replacing the TV noise with like white noise on a speaker or something if you want to like try and supplement it for a little while.
0: Yeah, something like that. Even just playing our podcast in the background.
1: No, because you're still absorbing information.
0: Just something in the background, um, just out of a speaker, not your phone. Get the TV out of the room. I think that's TV out of the room for those that have it in the room. Get rid of your phone. I think that's probably the best place for people to start.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of places people could start. We yeah. gave so many tips.
0: Um, yeah, we did. That's it? That's it. So I hope we did give a lot of tips. So make sure you go back and listen to this episode again because we did ramble on about a few things. And as always, don't go and try and change everything at once because you're going to fail. So just do one tip until it becomes...
1: Second nature to you, yeah.
0: It's just happening and then add in the next tip. So... Start off the easiest thing you, that you can think of out of all those tips, add that in and then just build from there. It's pointless just trying to add everything in because you're going to be stressed and that stress is going to stop you from sleeping <laughs> and it's going to stop you from reaching your goals no matter what they are. And obviously you've made it this far, you've enjoyed it, you've got something out of it. So sh- like I said at the start, share it with some family member, friend, whoever, and they're going to get something out of it as well. And they're going to go, oh, Thanks for sharing that podcast. I'm sleeping so much better. My life so much better. I'm so You're much the more best. Now. Here's a present. So it could be anything Here's like that. Share this podcast. Get a present from your friends. No doubt. No
1: guarantees from us. <laughs> no,
0: the present's not come from us. Um, but again, thank you all for sharing, giving us all the love, comments, conversations out of these podcasts. We love chatting about these podcasts outside of them with you guys. So we're always here if you wanna reach out. There's links below in the show notes if you do wanna reach out, have a comment, submit a question, all that sort of stuff. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.